Welcome to the EPA Switzerland podcast. We bring you closer to the leaders of change. If you are a decision maker, a CEO, or even a student, this podcast is for you. If you want to lead the change in your company, listen to our previous guests and follow us on social media. Today, we have the pleasure of being with Heike Petersen-Kunza, a woman always looking forward who has found a balance between her passion and her profession. In 2007, she launched a sustainable yoga fashion line when almost nobody was really talking about this. Let's listen to her statement. My tummy just told me, my goodness, this is going to be big. And I just remember that my German friends at the time when I said, I'm also very enthusiastic and I have a lot of energy, I said, oh my God, I went to this yoga class. I loved it. And honestly, I think this is going to be so big. And yeah, no one believed me at the time. (laughs) When I did some research for my label, I went obviously to China. I had a Chinese friend at the time who was living in Shanghai. And so for me, the first obvious plan was to learn Chinese so that I could talk to my future suppliers and go to China. And this is what I did. I did a lot of sourcing materials and everything. I mean, we're talking about 2005. So this is very long time ago. And then I visited the factories. I was like, oh my God, this doesn't look good. So many people at a place, they they slept in dorms. They had like training facilities to walk around to get exercise and just everything didn't feel good. And also the the environmental aspect, I don't know, I was not convinced. And I went then uh, to Portugal, and this is where I felt good. You know, European standard working conditions. The team looked happy. Everything looked uh, clean. And this is actually how, if I wanted to launch something, that it had to be sustainable and, and with an essence and not like going to China and just look at the prices. My whole feeling again was just saying, oh, no, this doesn't feel right. And, um, you know, in 2005, not a lot of companies cared. It's not like now that you talk about uh, where you manufacture, what kind of, what kind of fabrics uh, you were using. From the beginning, I thought I want to have something sustainable. We were also one of the first labels to launch organic cotton. At the time, we were one of the first labels at the fashion fairs. We were like maybe four labels doing sustainable products. It was something so new. I never knew the sustainability uh, topic would really would get a big thing, but I, I just said, no, I just want to do this. And, um, and maybe it's also partially because I grew up in Germany from when I was seven until 18. So my grandmother, you know, she was always working in the garden, reusing things planting maybe the whole concept already was ingrained in me she raised me to reuse things she was a very um humble person so she taught me from the beginning to to just be mindful what you do and my mother told me to always look for quality products so i think these are all the things that kind of (laughs) influenced me i work for the future and not for the now when we started with the cradle to cradle it took us six years so it took us only three years to do the fabric then this then you know it took always a long time with the suppliers then maybe the yarn didn't work 
from the beginning. It was very, very challenging to do this project. But I think what we always did is we stayed positive and uh, we always believe that everything in life happens um, for a reason, neither is good or bad. If you create something new, you have to be you have to be positive because a lot of things will come, and a lot of people will also tell you what you do is not right. You know, so you have to learn to swim against the stream. The motivation is very important. What motivates you? Why you want to do this? And then you have to work with advisors who can really help you to work on this project, to save money, to avoid mistakes. This is uh, key to success. I have completely also changed my business model. In fashion industry, the system currently is not working. So before I did like two two big collections, I think 150 pieces, then we would sell. And I'm, you know, I'm a small business. I'm not talking about the big, big businesses, the selling period. I think it's like four to five months, which is not a lot. And then at the end, we were selling to other people, you know, the leftover stock. And I felt the whole system was a little bit... Um, yeah, not sustainable. And I also know that a lot of brands to keep the prices, they, they burn their leftover stock. And so the fashion industry has a lot of responsibility. I think we also need uh, more, a little bit more compassion because um, for companies like mine that want to do new things, the project which I did now made it very clear to me, it's something new. And so the sustainability products that are created now, they also need still time to really yeah, become perfect. I think consumers are struggling to understand. It can be overwhelming. There's so much now information. That's why it's so important to have um, certifications like the cradle to cradle certification that gives the customers a little bit more confidence in what they're doing. Companies have a responsibility towards uh, the future, towards not only children, but also to the people that you you work with, live with, or from other countries. So I think you have to really be careful of the footprint that you leave on the planet and that you create uh, products that are safe for the future. What I love about sustainability and what still moves me and makes me so happy so you meet like these people that have the same motivation as you and, and you help each other. And it's really like, um, I love the team spirit. Everyone is uh, in it for a reason. They want to improve things. This is so beautiful. Thank you to our guest, Heike Petersen-Kunze, for her statement. And to you, thank you for listening to the EPA Switzerland podcast. For more information, visit the website epaswitzerland.com or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Finally, find us on social media at EPA Switzerland. Join us in one month to listen to another inspiring statement. We wish you full of inspiration and a great day.